0: What's up, Inspired Girls? Welcome back to Inspired, the podcast all about being designed for a purpose, discovering self, and being transformed by dwelling with God. I'm Jessica, and I'm on the Inspired team here at X Church, and today we dive into a really touchy topic, and that is body image. Not touchy in the sense of everybody around us, but personally touchy, because I think that we all want a certain kind of body and image. But what keeps us from that is often what is buried inside of us. So in this episode, we talk about often we have to work on our inside to get what we want on the outside and to embrace what we have on the outside. So we go into comparison and the trap that that sets for us. We go into ways to self-talk and get yourself out of a trap of comparison. And we just really dive into all the things body image. So you're going to want to listen in. We've got some great advice, tips, and personal experiences. Welcome back. We are on season three, episode Whoop. three. Yeah, we're here again. Hello, 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 three, three gl-
1: squared. Uh, oh, Ooh, come on. What three, is three squared? Nine. My fiance is a math teacher, so he'll <laughs> appreciate that.
0: that. <laughs> I like how Janice and I were quiet because we were like comput- computing, computing. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I okay. I homeschooled one year, and my kids' math. I was like, whoo. <laughs> this is getting hot. <laughs> I cannot do this. That's so funny. <laughs> but, I mean, I had to definitely refresh myself. Yeah. But anyways, we're glad that you're back. And, I mean, I am not prefacing much about this episode because I'm that excited to dive into so it. So good.
2: Mm-hmm. We're
0: going to be talking about body image today. Whoop. Oh, come body on. I hey That's right. <laughs> I feel like this is, and I, I kind of struggle to talk about this because it's so the topic for women mm-hmm. and like i don't want it to be too cliche
1: it's but like the beauty industry has been after us for years and since we were zero yeah
2: right
0: and so but the thing is is like i don't like talking about it because it's cliche but i do like talking about it because there are so mm-hmm. many truths that god gives us mm-hmm. through dealing with body image and how to create a mindset that loves your body.
1: Absolutely. I feel like
0: we are hit from every single side in our culture today and from like to get us to hate our body, our original body. Mm -hmm. And just to find the freedom to embrace it is, you know, I, and I say that and I'm not there. I don't feel like I'm, I've accomplished that, but I feel like I've grown a lot Mm -hmm. and that I've gone through a lot of right thinking, corrected thinking, replacement thinking to get to the point where I am today. But we're going to be talking yeah. about body image and a lot of it is honestly going to be centered around our personal mm-hmm. yeah. stories in it and just know that we are on a journey with this as well. I mean mm-hmm. like we have not us three. I mean Janice, do you yeah. want to tell your age? I'm 68. And you no probably
1: way. still yeah. have no a lot way. of thoughts about body oh, image.
2: Oh, heck yes. Oh my gosh, I didn't know yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Janice has I mean, the best skin. <clears throat> because skin. um you know as you get older you deal with the issue of i'm not young anymore aging aging and those gray hairs you know and um and and yes i color my hair this is not,
1: <laughs> <laughs> i have gray up here
2: believe me there's lots oh, of Oh, I got gray coming through. Yeah, there's gray up there. But but you know aging is a really big thing and not mm. only that but you realize that in many ways um i've often thought this it's like my body is working against me right now.
0: Yes, gravity mm. works you against know, me. You know, my
2: hormones are working <laughs> against me because they're going away or they're, you know, or whatever it is. And, you know, mm-hmm. and you can read all the stuff and saying about, you know, and when you're older and you gain weight, this is where it's going to go and stuff like that. But then you will always see that woman who is, you know... Defying de- aging. Right, right. And who is, you know, their body type, maybe, you know, from when they were born is such that they don't do that. And then immediately... And you're like, okay, then what the? What heck am is I wrong? doing wrong? Yeah. What am I doing wrong? Yeah. You know, all of that. Um, I can remember. And there, I, in fact it's so funny. I was thinking about this episode. I was thinking this morning when I was getting ready, and um, I was thinking about when I was in college, and um, and I remember what size I wore in college. Mm-hmm. You know, and that I had a 24 inch waist. That was before three kids. Dang. You know, I had a 24 inch waist, and at that time I wore. I wore a size seven. Now you gotta understand, a size seven in the early '70s is probably equivalent to what's considered like a size two now, Mm. because sizing has changed. Yeah, Mm. it's evolved. Yeah, it's definitely (laughs) evolved. You know, and um, and I remember just thinking, you know, I just weigh too much. I'm, Mm. you know, I Mm. need to do this or need, you know, I need to lose some weight.
0: Twenty-four inch waist. Uh Uh-huh. I know. It just it never leaves us.
2: No, it doesn't. It doesn't because you. We look around us and we see, you know, Um, you know, it's like um, I remember when I found my first gray hair. I was 26 years old and I was looking in the mirror and I was brushing my teeth and I'm like, what the heck is that?
1: (laughs) There's an alien on my head. (laughs) You know, and you're going like this
2: and you're going... And what do you do? You pluck, pluck it. it. Mm-hmm. You know, Is like it really true that you grow you grow more I gray don't. hairs if you if you? My take daughter it. says no, and she's a hairstylist. Okay, I trust right, her. I, I, trust I believe Molly. that. Yeah, okay. you know. But then when my daughter had the same thing happen when she turned twenty six, I mean, like I think it happened almost like on her birthday. Ooh, genetics mm. are just she, a beast. And she, and she and she. I gotta check my mom's hair when I am. And she told me that she had a gray <laughs> hair that she I found my first gray hair, and she was really upset, and I started to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> mom failed a I was a bad mom but it's mm. not funny and I said well it's a, I just remember I found my first one in when I was 26 and I said I blamed it on you because you were a really rough baby you know and I thought it was all my stress with having three kids three and a half and under mm. and mm. instead it wasn't it was genetics it was I am genetic. so sorry <laughs> you know so, yeah, so but I think that um, because we we are in a mm-hmm. very youthful culture mm-hmm. yeah and, um, and, you know, you see, you see for example, um, you know, an, an actor or actress, you know, who is comparable to your age, and you're just like, how do they look that good? Well, yeah, they probably Lots had... Of money. They've probably yeah. had who knows what Word. done yeah. their, Right, their face yeah. and their personal trainer and all this yeah. other. But I think that um, there's also, though, an idea of just embracing that this is where my body is. Yes. If this yeah. body is finite, yes. who mm-hmm. I am is not... But this body is finite and it's almost like, OK, if you have a car after it gets to a certain point, you kind of say, hey, you know, it's got this little creek and it's got this little thing that you have to jiggle a little bit and yeah. stuff like that to get it to work. Your body is the same way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, this body is 68 years old. It's not going to do what it did when I was 30. Mm-hmm. And that's OK. Yeah.
1: You know, I think for me, like in my experience, I feel like body image is such a huge monster because like your mindset is you have to fix something about your body.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, like, even if you, like, if you want to lose weight, like, even when you get to your goal weight, it's like, oh, my gosh, I see another thing. Mm-hmm. Like, and then your attention shifts. Like, your mindset remains the same, but your attention shifts to something else that beforehand, like, you never noticed that bothered you. And mm-hmm. now, like, it does. And then it's just, like, one thing to the next, to the next, to the next. Mm-hmm. It does never And problem. it's just, like, that cycle. Mm-hmm. And then you you look in the mirror to find things rather than to just appreciate them. Right. And then it's like, how do you, like, how do you get out
2: of that? Well, think about it that you also, um, it's like people that don't like to have their picture taken, mm-hmm. you know, come on, yeah. we're on video right now. And you know, I never watch this the video. I just listen. <laughs> never
0: watch the playback
2: because then I got to <laughs> no. look at my face. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was like, I don't want to look at myself because yeah. then I'll say, Ugh, you know, mm-hmm. so, um, but, yeah, I mean, that's, that's exactly true, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and also, too, I think that we, um, our expectations of ourselves, I know yeah. our last podcast, you know, we talked about expectations, but our expectations of ourselves and what we should look like yeah. are oh, just yeah. not realistic. You know, you were saying, you, yeah. oh, well, now I see this.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: I didn't notice that before, so I have something else to fix. Yeah. And that dissatisfaction and um, really refusal to accept who you are what this container is that i'm in is is gets in the way i think of our relationship with the lord because we're saying you made a mistake you made me this way Mm -hmm. i don't like it oh yeah you know not not that you you know you ignore your body and don't take care of it and you do unhealthy things or you know that you don't exercise that's not what i'm saying but you know um all you have to do is maybe look at um your female relatives and get some idea of what your body shape is. Yeah. Well, there you and go. Then, and There's going to set your expectations. Right. <laughs> right maybe direction. where you're headed or what, however you want to yeah. put it, you know, That's I mean, wise advice, you know, mm-hmm. if you have, you know, if all your female relatives <laughs> carry their weight around their hips, they you got birth and your You probably hips. will, you know, and as you get older, it'll be more of a struggle mm-hmm. because your metabolism metabolism changes and so you don't lose yeah. weight as easily and all this other yeah. stuff.
0: I will say that I feel like as a society, we've made some strides. I mean, like mm-hmm. you see commercials now where you have all types of bodies, yeah. all colors of skin, yes. all, you know, different good. like arrangement of teeth. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like we've made some strides, but... And I, and I really hope that we continue to make those strides yes. because we are raising a generation after us that is still going to be caught in mm-hmm. body image prison. And if we don't yeah. change something right now, then they are going to be paying for the price later. So I do think that we have made some strides. But I think further than that, we, I mean, it doesn't undo all the years of, yeah. of how we have perceived our bodies in the past. Mm-hmm. So my question is always... So if we're making strides now, it's great and I want to be open-minded to that and I want to be able to accept my body if it's, you know, bigger than I want it to be, skinnier than I want it to be, like, less mm-hmm. toned or more toned or whatever. I want me to, 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 be, to be able to accept my body for what it is, but how do I undo? Mm. So if I'm moving forward with Mm -hmm. a new future ahead of me, I'm learning a lot of grace. I really can't reach those levels of grace for my body or freedom until I've learned to undo some of the lies that I was raised in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what are some, I mean, like from personal experience with, with all of us, what, how are, how have you processed body image and what has been your journey with body image? Because sure, I, like I've learned a lot about like helpful tactics to, embrace my body now, but they haven't come without going back and looking at some of the lies that I've probably believed in myself.
1: Um, I think that mine started when you guys have probably heard me talk a lot about how I used to work night shift in an ER and I worked all the time and I really wanted to like be the best at my job. Like I wanted, yeah, like I wanted people to like want me on their care team because they knew like I was the best and I worked at a trauma center so a lot of it was like like you might like have to lift someone off the ground or like it was like taxing on your body and so I started like I hired a personal trainer and I started um lifting and I like would lift once or sometimes twice a day and I so I would I would work overnight. Um, I'd wake up at, or I'd get home at 7.30 a.m., I'd sleep until about 11.30, and then I would go train, and I would get home, and I'd eat my first meal, and I'd measure out all my macros, and I would, um like, I'd have to recalibrate my intake with how much I was lifting, and it was, like, like, that was, like, my entire focus outside of work, and then um I would go to work again that night on three hours of sleep, but I, I thought, to me, like I was taking care of myself and like, I was taking care of my patients because they were going to get the best, like they were going to get the best of me. And I would mm-hmm. be able to provide for them like the best that I could on three hours of sleep. <laughs> so, um, I did that and for strenuous activity the rest yes, of, the hours yeah. of the day. And like financially, like a big sacrifice for a personal trainer. Like, it's not cheap mm-hmm. at all. And, um, it became something that was like, like almost an obsession. It was like, I can't eat, like, I can't eat that. I haven't measured it. Or, or it's like, because you had control. Yes. And it was very easy for me to like measure it out, pack it up, know that I was going to eat that at work. And then I knew my schedule the next day. I knew the numbers I was wanting to like aim for. And I had it all like wrapped up nicely tied with a little bow. Well, I also like, that was one, that was a time in my life where I just did not like have a purpose. Like I didn't know what my purpose Mm -hmm. was. And I, I think that that experience like with changing my body became like a big part of my purpose. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so that void of like really not having purpose at all was filled. And I felt like I was satisfied with like seeing the progress in my body. Mm -hmm. Now, I didn't really snap out of that until um, it was actually our inspired circle last season. Um, We read In His Image by Jen Wilkin, Mm -hmm. and you learn about the 10 attributes of God. And I found that, like, none of them were about muscle tone or, (laughs)
0: like,
1: like, how quick you could lift a patient off of a cot or, like, how fast you could run to a level one trauma, like, Or, like, what your max heart rate was when you're, like, running to get blood. Like, literally not. Which I wasn't, like, you don't expect to see that. But it was, like, I have spent so much time Mm -hmm. focused on these numbers and this performance and this validation and appreciation from other people. And, like, that's not even what it's all about. Mm -hmm. And so for me, as I learned more about, like, the character of God and the attributes of God... Like it's a lot easier to digest that like, like he created me that way. Mm -hmm. And then you start to learn more about yourself, like as you learn about those things. And I found that that started to like replace a void that was actually still there. I just thought that it was filled, Mm -hmm. but it was 100% still present in my life and actually was like a big blockage to my purpose and like what Mm -hmm. I really wanted to do. Um, And so, like, that was just that made the whole difference. Like, Mm -hmm. I, and it's not like, like, I thought in those days when I was sleeping three hours a day and lifting for two hours and tracking every calorie that I ate and burned off, like, I thought that I, that was me taking care of myself. And like, I validated it because I was, I mean, taking care of myself like that's what you're supposed to do right you're yeah. supposed to take mm-hmm. care of yourself so you can take care of other people um but I really wasn't addressing like the heart of the issue
2: yeah
0: so what do you like looking back on that time like what ha, ha, what have you learned in like have you ab- been able to identify like uh pitfalls
1: yeah so I in that season I found that I was really not good at like self-identifying what I needed. Um, I didn't know, like it, I wasn't aware at the time that what I really needed was like something to like set my soul towards or like something to really like strive for because at like at any job you were hired so you can be replaced. And for me, it was like, I will, which I didn't even want to stay there my whole life. So it really doesn't make sense in the long run. But for me, it's like, I want to be the best that I can be while I'm here because then I'll be irreplaceable. And like to me, that was a void of like wanting to feel like I belong somewhere and I was like valued and cherished Mm -hmm. outside of what I could perform for someone. Mm -hmm. And at the time, though, like that was not natural to me at all. And it took a lot of um, learning about who who God was and a lot of like mentorship from women of this church that were like in the most loving way. Just helping me to like set my eyes on what really fed me, Mm -hmm. which was not macros and iron. Like Mm -hmm. it was, which is not an, it's, it's not an excuse to say like, you don't have to take care of like the physicality of your body. I feel like
0: that's always the balance. Right. Right.
1: But for me, like what that looks like now is rest when I need it. Like nutritious food. I mean, there's a lot that can be said about just like not mindlessly eating, which is something that I would do, but I would compensate for it. And, um, I like for me, it has just been what I really needed in that season of my life was like a soul training session. Mm, that's good, not like a body training yeah, yeah. session.
2: That's good. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah, I know. um, I had shared this quote with everybody before we started, and it was something that was. I think it was on the back of one of those daily calendars you have on your desk where you tear it off, and it's a quote from Coco Chanel. Um, Most people are familiar. Coco Chanel. Yeah, with Chanel Number Five or the perfume. But obviously, she was a uh, she was a famous um, designer. You know, Mm -hmm. we talk about Chanel jackets and things like that. But this is, a, this is a quote from her. And she said, nature gives you the face you have at 20. Life shapes the face you have at 30. But at 50, you get the face you deserve. Mm-hmm. And um, my uh, five friends that I have that I've, we've known ourselves since some of them were in their 20s and some of us were in our 30s when we first met. So we've been around and seen all this. Mm-hmm. And I know that I, I look at them now and I mean, and we all, we all look older you know, but I feel like when I look at their faces, I see, I see their life.
0: Yeah. Mm.
2: I see their life. I see the sorrows. I see the joys. I see the accomplishments. I see the failures. I see, um, and I see Jesus,
0: Mm -hmm.
2: you know, I mean, I think the thing that has always been in my mind is, um, you know, how we all have that, that maybe that one, thing makeup you know that it's like I'm not going out of the house without this mascara Mm -hmm. mascara yes (laughs) (laughs) if I don't have my mascara on that's it you know I I used to work with someone that could not be without her lipstick Mm. she went into labor and had to have her lipstick with her there you go yeah you know I mean we all have that thing Mm -hmm. but on the other hand it's um it's like but what is you know what is our life with Jesus written on her face but also how have we become more transparent Mm. so that people see him Mm -hmm. more than he sees they see me yeah you know and that to me is the goal of when you talk about beauty and growth and Mm -hmm. and body and all of that sort of thing because you know we you know we're an eternal soul inside a temporary body Mm -hmm. this is a temporary container Mm -hmm. you know but um I know for me I think the first time I came really came right up against the the whole body image thing was after I had my first child oof that will do it to you <clears throat> and when Those I was children yeah when when I had I had my oldest son the guidelines I don't know what they are now but the guidelines were that they didn't want you to gain more than 25 pounds 25 <gasps> 25 I gained 50 pounds with my first oh no 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 they would not have allowed that yeah
0: I was pretty um swollen
2: yeah it was what? like they wanted to keep you at 25 if you got to 30 you know they would kind of work with you so, you know, I kind of work, work with, with you. What yeah, <laughs> does work
1: with you mean? Well, like, would you it would no, like they
2: would say, okay, but don't go any higher than that. So I I if think you I got gained, to walk around the hospital three yeah, times I I before like you 20, can... I think I gained like 27 pounds with him. And, um, oh but gosh. I remember, you know, after he was born and I, you know, and I breastfed and I did all the stuff and everything. And I remember the day that I got on the scale and I weighed what I did before I got pregnant. <gasps> but your body looked completely it different. It did
0: not... Work. it doesn't nope nope it's it, not the same shape you're nope. like yes go
2: wait but what I, is all <laughs> of this yes it's like why do these jeans not fit they fit mm-hmm. before i got pregnant you know and it's like because everything has been moved around you know and i know you know the yes. physiology of it you know that you know that you have the you know the, the fat deposit around the abdomen and the hips and all this just because it's to protect the, the baby, you know, when it's in your uterus and all this. It's like, okay, he's not there anymore. Can we, I It know. like blows I, my mind yeah. to think
1: about the fact that like babies like shift around your organs. Oh yeah. yeah. Like it, oh, le- yeah. like <sighs> that just mind blown.
0: Mm-hmm. We'll see. Well, and here's like a real honest moment because, you know, after you have your first baby, you always have the really well-meaning people that are say- <laughs> like you look great and i'm like i don't look great like i have <laughs> all this stuff but and, and also like the oh, you just you just did a miracle in your body and i'm like don't tell me that i know that's a miracle in my body but it doesn't look like i want it to yep. don't tell me that yes and a lot of times we're not ready to receive that Mm-hmm. But over the years, after having three kids, I'm like, "Oh, I guess it is a miracle." Like <laughs> three of them. <laughs> I was blessed with this body so I can house these three boys, and it really did. It be, it had more meaning as I went along. Yeah. Because I was maturing as I went along. Mm-hmm. But that first one, it's a rude awakening.
2: Very rude. <laughs> this is very very nobody rude. really prepared. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it's it's. Mm, I would do it all again because of what yeah. I've learned about who I am and like yeah. my body and like, cause I, my first baby was 10 pounds and I did not get a C-section. <gasps> <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. He was 10 pounds big. And, and from that point, it's just, it's all different. And then my second two, I got C-sections But with my first one, I didn't realize this until I was pregnant with my second one that I had gotten an umbilical hernia Mm -hmm. because Jude was so big and I didn't recognize it until like my belly started going out with Indy and then like my, like I had like this bubble on my belly button. It was in a, it was a, it was a hernia, um, like where basically like your muscle tears and like your intestines come through, right? Yeah. Muscle, intestines, tissue. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm, in, I'm sitting in my OB's office, and she was like, yeah, we can't really fix that until you have this one. So she was like, while we're in for the C-section, I'll just fix it. So I'm like, great, kill two birds with one stone. And I won't have this ugly belly button anymore that I have to hide. And then Indy's born, and so they suture it up or whatever. Well, it comes undone, and mm. I have a hernia again. And so... So, mo- so so much of that t- time period in my mm-hmm. life was well can i also say this that my upbringing was a part of the purity culture mm-hmm. like do you know what i mean yep. when i say that yeah mm-hmm. i do it was a part of the purity culture clothe your body from head to toe because yep. you do not want to draw any lustful eyes right right Um, we've, we've grown leaps and bounds from that culture. Um, we've learned some things that were unhealthy about it. We've learned some things that were good and Mm -hmm. like the reason why Mm -hmm. there was that culture. Um, but so my upbringing being like, you have to wear one pieces, you like whatever. And so I have all these thoughts swimming in my head of like, my body's not the same as it was. I've had an umbilical hernia twice. I need to cover up my body. And so I I felt like that's what I needed to do. Mm -hmm. And so much of it, um, affected my inward mind and like what my mind was telling me, and in a really negative way. And it was bad because I was like, my body is not what it, I want it to be. It's not what it should be, and I have to cover it all up. Mm. And so after Indy, I got another hernia surgery when he was one years old, and I was like, this is great, everything's great. And then I got pregnant with Phoenix, and after Phoenix was born, realized that that surgery did not, that, that second surgery was not successful. And now I still have an umbilical hernia. So all that to say, like, I don't like that part of my body and not, I mean, I even like my skin is looser. I Mm -hmm. mean, I birthed a 10 pound, a nine point something and a nine point something and, or no, eight point something. And so my skin is looser, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. And for so many years, I just battled just like find the perfect swimsuit to cover it all up. Like, Mm -hmm. nobody wants to see that. But I felt like it was me to, like, want to wear a two-piece. Like, that's just how I've always been. And then it was, like, pregnancy and, you know, purity culture or whatever, hanging on to that, like, I had to cover up that part of me. Mm -hmm. And I never felt free in just, you know, just being me and wearing what I wanted to wear when I wanted to wear it, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I feel like so much of that, I know this is, like, really zeroed in because I'm talking about swimsuits. But it has a big – it has a lot to do with yeah. the freedom that I found. And yeah. that one time I'm just, like, like when, when it's only my family, I'll wear my two-piece. Because I don't have to worry about anybody else and whatever. Mm-hmm. And I still do that for the most part. But, like, my boys, like, they'll look at my belly and, like, feel how jiggly it is or, like, how loose my skin is and be like, ah, what is that? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's you. You did it to me. <laughs> but – I think, uh, and here's another route that we can go with this body image thing, is you've raised kids. I'm raising kids right now. I'm not raising girls. Thank the good Lord. (laughs) Because I was not designed to raise girls. I know that for a fact. But I do have a responsibility raising boys. And Mm -hmm. I can... And my voice and the things that I say about my body mean as much to them as it would for me to raise a girl. The way I talk about my body, the way that I embrace my body, has a lot to do with how they are going to think of women as well. And so Mm -hmm. my job and my calling in being a mom to three boys is – this is me mm-hmm. and this is what has happened because of what you did to me and <laughs> I'm really glad that it did and I'm so I can't I couldn't be more thankful that you're here and witnessing this extra mm-hmm. skin on my stomach and that's just who I am. How free, and my hope is is that it frees them up to yeah. just be like I love the way that she just right. Yeah. Doesn't try to cover up. I love that. Right. It's just her.
2: Right. Yeah, because there's such a um There's such an emphasis on perfection. Mm -hmm. You know, you were talking about, you know, I got to this point. Well, then I see something else, you know, and um, there's such an emphasis on perfection. I I had looked something up just to, you know, thinking about like cosmetic surgery and cosmetic um, procedures, you know, like Botox and, you Mm -hmm. know, all this stuff. And it was interesting that I found out that in um, 2021, there was a 40 percent increase in facial procedures that includes Yikes. you know like nose mm-hmm. eye lifts things like that as well as mm-hmm. Botox and fillers and all that kind of mm-hmm. thing from the year before and they related it to the fact that we've spent a lot of time looking at ourselves on screens mm-hmm. and we want to look Zoom better on the meetings. screens mm-hmm. you know or you know or or they want to you know or TikTok or whatever you know I get I get really, really frustrated when I see something on social media and it's so obvious there's a really big filter going on. (laughs) Because especially if it's somebody I know and it's like, oh, honey. Girlfriend, your cheekbones are not that high. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, honey, your eyes aren't spaced that way. And and no, you have freckles and there's no freckles there. That
1: upper
0: lip is looking a little big for you.
1: (laughs) I've never had an upper lip. It's just non-existent. You can if you get a lip flip. I'm like. What does that do? A lip flip. Yeah, you can get a
2: there's it a like thing, turns
0: yeah. your lip up a little bit right. and gives you a full.
1: It's <laughs> called a
2: it's called a lip, it feels a lip it feels lift. You can do a lip <laughs> lift <laughs> and they yeah. shorten the space Lydia, between your Megan. upper lip and the bottom of your nose. <laughs> can <see> me? Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh
1: that does does not look like it should happen.
2: <laughs> well, that's because you're not a plastic surgeon and they know what you they're really doing. I don't know. But, but, you know, but that's part of the reason. And, mm-hmm. and not only that, I looked at this one. It was statistics for 2020. We're talking about 13 to 19 year olds getting Ugh. things done.
1: Mm-hmm. Ugh, you know. So and I knew sad. a girl
2: in high school that got a boob job. <sighs>
1: oh, I just like I worked in the middle school um, for my first year of like subbing student teaching. And. It was just so sad. Like, mm. it's
0: a... it's a the pressures that they're up against.
1: Yes. It's a combination of social media and lack of empathy and not knowing how to communicate other than when it comes to people's bodies and pressure to fit in. And it's like, how do you navigate that at age 11?
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, it's just... It's a beast. Yeah. Well,
1: I because, cannot imagine.
0: Like, well, and, you know, I know that... I don't know. It's hard to say moms raising girls and even raising boys. What's so important in their formative years, like ages nine through, you know, 14 or something like when they're going through puberty, they just, they, it's so important that your kids feel accepted Mm -hmm. for who they are. And that means Mm -hmm. features and body type. And Mm -hmm. because the truth is, is they're probably not going to have all those same features and body type. And, you know, like acne and hair and all this stuff like they would when they're older. I mean, like, but just to know that they're embraced and loved and seen for who they are is Mm going to mean so much more for them in the future. And so I have to like, okay, this is even talking about puberty because puberty has a lot to do with body image too. But like even boys, like I know that Jude is probably going to start going through puberty soon. And I'm going to make it my mission as a mom to just, like, help him to have the good outlook of puberty. I feel mm. like when I was raised, it was just like, tell me when you have your period. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We'll I'll deal sneak with it. you a yeah. pad.
1: no one will know yes yeah
0: when I I wish that the way culture was is they celebrated it like yeah. oh you're like you're passing into womanhood like mm-hmm. yeah. and you're gonna get filled out and like you mm-hmm. have this fun thing happen every month right can yeah. we can we just spin it's, it like that maybe <laughs> I don't know if it's fun but or like even for yeah. guys like yeah you're gonna have hair on your legs and like mm-hmm. it's just a natural part of Mm -hmm. growing up and you're going to be a man and like we're going to like not be embarrassing to them but not make it be like this like tell me when you have hair under your arms yeah (laughs) you know what i mean be like i want yeah Maybe that is crossing the line of being embarrassing, <laughs> but i am be like, I want to celebrate the armpit hair. be like, you have, yeah, arm- you have arm- hair to <laughs> your arms
1: now. Let's go get ice cream. <laughs> At Schaffner's.
0: <laughs> At Schaffner's. Well, That's so good.
1: for me, like my background, I don't have yeah. kids. I'm almost married two days from today, but it's like something we've talked about, with, mm-hmm. like obviously with your future spouse, you want to talk about like, okay, do you want kids? Like how many? When... And, um, my fiance is a little bit older. He wants them like pretty soon compared to like when I want them. And, um, he's like, okay, well like why? I'm like, I just don't want my body. Like I want my body to like be the same. And he's like, but it's like, but it's not like, Like, cause it's
0: not an issue to him.
1: Right. And, and to me, it's like, I, to him, he's like, I want to see you be a mom. Like, I know you're going to be like an amazing mom. Like I want to like, have kids together and, like, experience that with you. And to me, I'm like, I don't want stretch marks on my stomach.
0: See, and that should show us how blind we are. It is. Because he's
1: saying, yes, like,
0: I can forgo the stretch marks. I don't care what your body looks like. I just, like, he's looking at the right?
1: And he's saying, like, everything I want to hear. And I'm still like, nope. Nope. You're wrong. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, I'm not good with it. I want my body the way it is, even though, like, I'm still, like, I'm going to have kids eventually. So there's going to be a point where, like, it's not going to be the same. I'm not, there's no way for me to evade that. But in my mind, it's, like, how, and he said, when he said, like, I just want to see you be a mom, I was, like, am I really, like, pushing back? Like, we'll know when we're ready. It's Mm -hmm. something, like, we pray about. It's something that we, like, just ask for guidance on Mm -hmm. and clarity. And, like, we are very sure that we will know when we're ready. But it's also, for me, it's, like, am I keeping, us and myself from that because I don't want stretch marks. I already I already have stretch marks on mm-hmm. my hips mm-hmm. because I have birthing hips, because mm-hmm. that's genetic. Mm-hmm. And like to me it's like, oh, but if I get them on my stomach, like yeah. really am mm-hmm. I like when I think about it, it's such like a forefront like fear. And it's it keeps me at times from just like seeing seeing that as such like a huge opportunity and blessing Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and it's just so crazy how quick those thoughts can sneak in oh yeah because one day I'm like oh my gosh I can't wait to have kids and then another day I'm like I never want my body to change Uh (laughs) and so it's just like they sneak in so quick and they just take root and it's like every thought Uh has that film on it
0: well, and the weird thing is about body image is most of the times what we're thinking is not what other people are thinking. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, yes. and that's, I mean, what a what hundred other, like, a hundred percent of other people are right. thinking. Like, they'd right. never, even, like, my husband, like, what? You have stretch marks? Or, like,
1: what? Like, you, you're you really yeah. concerned about that? Yeah. Right. And then I'm like, Ugh. Are you judging me for being – you're not going to get stretch marks. You're not the one carrying a baby. Stop talking. <laughs> and then he's like – don't
0: want to hear from you. Okay,
1: we'll revisit this. i <laughs> you know. like, when I'm ready, yeah. we will. <laughs> I will bring it up. <laughs> when oh, your body starts changing, which it won't because you have the metabolism of like, I don't know, a rhinoceros. I feel like they should have really high metabolism. Rhinoceros? I don't know. A horse, is that the saying? Metabolism of a horse. His is really high.
0: Metabolism of a –
1: Something. Hummingbird. hummingbird oh. yeah they flap their wings right. super fast yeah. and I'm like I'm not blessed with that like I got two more good years before mm-hmm. I get the flip the switch flipped and then then I have you want you want me to start popping out babies like my torso is four inches tall where do you think it's gonna go
0: but he doesn't care about where do you think he that baby's care. gonna grow?
1: it's gonna grow out yeah yeah that's true which I've already been told and it's fine I've accepted it but he's just like, man. Like, where's your head right now? Sometimes he's literally just like, where are you right now? I'm like, you know, I don't really know.
0: I don't
2: know. But just leave me here. (laughs) We'll come back to this another time, right? Yeah. 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 I was sitting here thinking that, um, you know what you said, Jess, about how, what we are thinking that, that everybody else is thinking Mm -hmm. is probably not, not what's going on anyways. And, um, and I was thinking about the thought of how we as women could help each other.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah.
2: With this. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many times have you been someplace, you know, whether it's a meeting or here at church or someplace and you see someone and, you know, it's like, you know, it's like, wow, you know, you, know, you, have, you have incredible eyelashes or, you mm-hmm. know, or whatever, you know, or mm-hmm. you just, as, you know, just, you just look so beautiful today. Mm-hmm. And we think those things and then we don't say anything. Yes, that's mm-hmm. very true. Yeah. And I think like it's they're
0: so pretty. Yeah.
2: It's important. I think, you know, w- every opportunity we have to say something, you know, whether, yeah. you know, it's the girl at the drive through or, you know, or whoever, just to say something because yeah. our self-talk is probably is mm, not there. Self-talk. <laughs> I know yeah. if
0: my self-talk, well, probably five years ago, if my self-talk made its way to a <laughs> microphone,
2: <laughs> it would <laughs> be yeah. really ugly. Yeah, it would be. You know, I mean, there's some mornings I'll get up and, um, you know, I get ready to, you know, come into work or something, you know, and I look at, I have this really big mirror in, in my bathroom and I'll look in the mirror and every once in a while it's like, it just, it's like, you're looking good this morning, girl, you still got it, you know? Yes, and, Janice. You know, it's like you have to say those things yeah. to yourself and yeah. then just let it sit. And not start nitpicking
1: Mm. and saying, but then run out the
2: door before you change your mind, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, but when you smile, there's all these little crinklies, and you know, Mm. or or whatever, and you know, that's all those things. Yeah. But I think we really could help one another. Yeah. By doing that, because I think um, I think in Christian culture, you know, many times Jesus followers we can get into the whole thing of this doesn't matter at all. Mm -hmm. It's inner beauty but it's both mm-hmm. it's inner beauty, but mm-hmm. we are in a body. We're looking at yeah. ourselves. We're yeah. looking at other people in mm-hmm. yeah. bodies. Mm-hmm. And so we can't just like divorce ourselves from all those yeah. things. It's both. Yeah. And so, um, you know, when, when we spend a lot of time focusing on the outside instead of the inside, that's not healthy, mm-hmm. but it has to be both. We have to yeah. focus on what our inner beauty is, you know, that's yeah. referred to in scripture, but also, what is on the outside too. Right. And so that we are saying things to each other. We maybe it's just saying things to ourselves. Yeah. yeah. And I think I always
0: get caught in that Yeah, too is like, mm-hmm. how do I have grace for myself in my mind, but also have like that little fire underneath right. my butt. Right. That's mm-hmm. going to get me to the gym and take care of my body. Right. right. Like there's, I feel like it's always like one or the other. I'm either like really hard on myself and I'll be, you know, doing all these things dieting exercise blah blah, blah blah and then I get caught and I'm just like why am I even doing this and then you flip to the other side you're like yeah well I don't care because I'm beautiful inside yeah, yeah. and right. then like <laughs> neglect wearing yes. makeup for two weeks and my boys are like
1: <laughs> mom, <laughs> mom. <laughs> are you <I> okay <laughs> for me um because I used to like to me it was like intrinsic and extrinsic were like two different things so you could either focus on like extrinsic and then at some point you could do like some soul work or focus on intrinsic but for me as I learned more about like my intrinsic value which came through just learning about like who created me and why and how Mm -hmm. like I found a lot of value in my extrinsic Mm -hmm. simply because of that intrinsic Mm -hmm. like shift and it wasn't like oh I couldn't lift like this heavy thing it's like oh, like I work in a high paced environment and like I get to help people. And like I was blessed with the thought processing and the quick intuition and like the feet that allow me to do this. Mm -hmm. Not like, oh, but I could do it better. Like if only I did this. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: That is like the voice that is Mm -hmm. so crippling is like, but there's always room for improvement. And there is. That's true. It's always Mm -hmm. true. There's always room for improvement. But it's learning to balance that voice with grace for yourself. Like, yeah, I think of like after you have kids, like I have always been a very active person. I've always worked out. I've always played sports. I've always like just try. I, I just like staying active. I like being outdoors. I like doing all these activities. And after I had kids, I would like try to jumpstart it too quick, like mm. six weeks to have doctor's clearance. I'm like, I'm going and I'm running a marathon. Or you know what I mean? And so I, it was like always one or the other. And I never had this like very nuanced, balanced Mm, view of like taking care of my body. And I, and honestly, it took me probably a good 10 years that I always like wanted to jumpstart really quickly. But if I could, if my future, I mean, if my present self could talk to my past self, I would have told myself, give yourself some grace. And this is what I tell moms now that have like little babies. They're, you know, their kids are six months old and they're still like, you know, like really down about their hips or like Mm -hmm. things that are just shifting and not moving. And like, I lost weight with my first two and now I'm still doing the same thing with my third. I'm breastfeeding. I'm still not losing weight. It's like, if I could tell you. Anything, it would just be give yourself grace and patience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even if you don't bounce back like you did with your others, that doesn't mean that it's wrong or you're doing anything right. wrong. It right. just means that your body is is going at a pace that only you can handle right now. So like maybe the self-care that you can give is not beating yourself up about going to not going to the gym or not doing this or not being able to run like you used to but maybe your self-care now is i'm going to choose to eat a fruit and a vegetable today over a cookie
2: mm-hmm. yeah right
0: and that yeah. and it can be as simple as that that's right mm-hmm. it requires so much grace and so much patience mm-hmm. and i don't think i learned that until yeah. later on but here's also like what you were saying is until i started valuing the intrinsic parts of me Mm -hmm. and the internal part of me and the inner me, then I was able to balance the exterior really healthily in a healthy way. Um, I had to go through a lot of like the, what does God think about me? Who Mm -hmm. does God say I am? Mm -hmm. Like, how did God create my body? Uh, God gave me three kids, so I must be designed to take care of three kids. And maybe the goal isn't to look skinny and fit. Maybe the goal is to take care of the three kids and grow their hearts to love the Lord. And so my interior kept building and and now my youngest is six and my oldest is 11 and I have time and I have mental energy and I have physical energy that I didn't when I was breastfeeding and raising Mm -hmm. raising toddlers to now get into the gym every day Mm -hmm. and... Eat healthy. Mm-hmm. But if I were to try to do that after any one of my kids, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. it's a lost cause. Like, yeah. I would have beat myself up, yeah. up so much, and I was beating myself up so much. And if someone would have told me, just be patient, because in six years, you'll have the time mm-hmm. yeah. to stop by the gym. And, yeah. or you'll, like, in 10 years, you'll have the time to think about eating healthy foods and not shoving your face with anything that you can get your hands on because your kids are stealing all your food. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah,
1: right. Yeah, I think, too, it's not like, for me, it wasn't like I got to sit down and, like, learn all these things and I was, like, ready to go. For me, it was like I could have heard the same thing yesterday that I need to tell myself today to get the same result. Like, mm-hmm. it was, it wasn't just like, okay, God loves me intrinsically, so I love me intrins- intrinsically, and then, like, I'm set. It was yesterday something really bothered me that today it might not. And it's just like the constant cycle of grace and just reminding myself of like who I was created by and why mm-hmm. because it was a lot and it's still like a work in progress like I don't know that it'll ever be a accompl- like accomplished mm-hmm. like I there will found always the end of it yet, be so, like yeah. <laughs> sneaky thoughts that are like yeah. well like I'd look better in my wedding dress if like this or like and it's like, but I'm getting married to like the love of my life mm-hmm. that God right. like intentionally placed right. in my path.
2: So that should be like yeah. The right. focus. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I know I was thinking, um, one of the things I do at the beginning of every year is I do a vision poster. And um one I of the sections that. is always something where I'm I'm putting things on there that represent me. And it's both external as well as internal hmm. of what at all hmm. and then you know and my relationship with the lord and things like that and it's it's really interesting because you know basically i take you know like a magazine and things like that and find pictures or words or whatever mm-hmm. and you know it's, you've seen it it's in mm-hmm. my sewing room yeah and um i find that when i start doing that because i you know I, I preach approach it prayerfully of just saying Oh, I never thought about that, mm. you know, and realizing that it's really the Lord speaking truth to me to remind me, mm-hmm. you know, of, of who I am as a woman, who I am as his daughter, who I yeah. am as, you know, a servant, as any of those things and realizing that you're the whole package, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you're not just the, the outer part. You're not just the inner part. It's a whole package mm-hmm. and he's going to use it all.
0: Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. going to use it all. That's good. Yeah. I think that the other thing that has helped me through it has been like, and it's, it's a daily thing. It's probably an hourly thing with as much as, Mm. you know, scrolling as we do through social media is get rid of the trap of comparison because my body is built in a way that someone else's is not. And so Mm -hmm. if I look, like you said, genetics, like I can look at a girl who's had twins and two other kids and she has no stretch marks on her body and she's never looked like she's ever birthed a baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she's also come from a whole line of different people and ancestors that I have not. Yeah. And one woman or mother might have the capability to exercise and to be really self disciplined to eat only organic fruits and vegetables or whatever and juggle breastfeeding and two other toddlers at the same time and do it really gracefully and that's really great for her, but I can't do that. Right. Yeah. And so why in the world would I put those stipulations on me to that's do right. that if I'm yeah. a completely different human? Yeah. I have a completely different family system. Mm-hmm. I operate differently. I have a different mind. I mean, like we just do that so often as we put, yeah. our, we put ourselves in comparison traps. And so over the years, I've had to tell myself, no, no, mm-hmm. I'm yeah. not going there. I'm not going to yeah. compare what I look like or how I do what yes. I do to this person because mm-hmm. they look like they can handle so much more. They probably can because God's given them different strengths and abilities than he has yeah. you. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And that's okay. Yeah. It's really okay. And, like, then you can gain, you can, like, gain confidence in Mm -hmm. once you start kind of dissecting who you are and what makes you you and why. Like, I found a lot of confidence in my abilities that, Mm -hmm. like, I would have never noticed before if I was still focused on muscle tone and lifting more than, like, the boys at the gym. Like, I don't know why that was always, I just wanted to, like, outlift people at the gym. And, um... Could not now just would like to say that. I don't really know if you'll really outlift. (laughs) No boys could not. No, not going to happen. Like Jordan carries stuff. Jordan carries groceries in from the car. Like it can be a gallon of milk and I'll leave it on the floorboard because I'm like, (laughs) Nope, that's all you. I got the boxes of cereal and like bad coffee. But now it's like, I have found when I'm not so focused on whether it's comparison or nitpicking like my body and where I want to improve it. Like, I can find my actual strengths and abilities, and focus on like how I can improve mm-hmm. those, and like mm-hmm. how I can pour into those, and use them the way God's intended me to. Mm-hmm. And that has brought with it purpose, and appreciation, and like excitement and energy. Like I have energy now,
0: mm-hmm.
1: even though I'm, ex- I feel like I'm expending more of it, mm-hmm. and it's just
0: well because you've tapped into your the real part of you, right. And there's a lot more there than we think there is, and we get robbed of it because we we mm-hmm. spend a lot of time trying to do something different that we're not cut out and designed yeah. to do. Yeah, and so we end up with tons of guilt. Mm, we end up with lots yeah. of guilt yep. because big. we look at the next person, and think I should be able to do that, and yeah. maybe you're not. Maybe you weren't designed to be able to do that, mm-hmm. and that's fine.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: so I think so much, it, so much, it has to do with grace for yourself, but also grace for everybody else. Like. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hate saying the phrase, you do you, but really, you, you do you.
2: Do you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I'm not like you, yeah. and right. that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And don't compare yourself to yourself in the mm-hmm. past. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I don't have that muscle tone anymore. Right. Or I don't, you know, I'm not that size anymore. Right. or, Or, you know, whatever it is. I've got gray mm-hmm. hair. I didn't have gray hair mm-hmm. then. Whatever. It, those don't do that either. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's really, really counterproductive and and really instead of saying but you know what yeah it's it's just, it's changed it's mm-hmm. going to continue to change but you know what i i have more trust in god than i ever did before yeah. you know i have more peace i yeah. you know i feel like i know him more than mm-hmm. i did and i think that the more that you do that it comes out it does mm-hmm. it comes out mm-hmm. you know it's going to show in the way you you carry yourself the way you converse the way yeah. you interact with people the way you look the way your your yeah. countenance looks yeah. Yeah. i know
0: i feel like I always love seeing women, like some of the most attractive women that I've seen are the ones that embrace who they are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just, I love that. I love just seeing a woman who's confident in all that Mm -hmm. they are. Mm
1: -hmm. Like it's so,
0: it's just like, it encourages me. Right. When you see a woman embrace her figure, embrace her hair, her teeth, her smile, her skin, all who she is, I'm just like, man, I want to be her. Mm-hmm. Like, and really yeah. it's not that, or she might be trying at her like appearance and everything, but most of the time it's because you have a healthy inside right, and yeah. a healthy interior. Right. Yeah. And I don't think that you can have a healthy exterior until you do some work on your interior, yep. which mm-hmm. is easier said than done, but worth the process. Yeah. Absolutely worth the process. Years and years of
1: it. And will change depending on the season. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like your taking care of yourself will look different, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's okay.
2: Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. body image, so good. Crazy. Yeah, come on, this is a
1: good conversation. I could go on. I don't know. I just feel like we're not even like recording anything right now.
2: You're <laughs> just we're just having I'm like a big when's fair our precession? lunch going to be
1: like set on the table? <laughs> yeah.
2: We'll just keep talking all day. Yeah, yeah. No. Well, I just want to say that you both are looking beautiful today. Oh, Janice. Janice,
1: you're glowing. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. Encourage one another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Absolutely.
1: There's no better way to build community than that, it and there's no true. better way to tear it down than <laughs> comparison. So.
0: There you go. Both ends of the spectrum. Yep. Well, we're glad that you joined us today and yeah. we want you I mean if you have any ideas of things that you want to hear us talk about um or issues that you've kind of been wrestling with in your mind or things that you're wondering how does this work? How does this play into life? What does God think about this? Mm-hmm. Be sure to email our email is inspired at the x dot church and we we'll talk about it. And we're up for anything. We're game so um Anyways, come back next week and hear another exciting episode of Inspired Podcast.
2: Mm -hmm. We'll see you then. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. Our hope is that everyone who hears these episodes, near or far, would know that the invitation at our table is always open. You might not be sitting at this table, but our desire is that you would join in on these conversations. So if you were inspired by today's talks, send us an email at inspired at thex.church. We'd love to hear your thoughts, stories, and questions. And as always, don't forget to rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts.